Welcome to part one of Alana's podcast. This podcast will contain adult themes, so if you're a minor or someone of a sensitive nature, please turn off now. Otherwise, get yourself comfortable or uncomfortable and we'll have a little chat. I'd like to start by saying that any fetish or kink or aspect of BDSM can be enjoyed as part of a healthy, loving relationship. A lot of people think that people in this type of lifestyle are damaged or have been abused or have other things going on that make this a bad thing. For some, that might be the case. But for the majority of people I've come across in the scene, it really isn't. And everyone I know personally is in a loving relationship or enjoying their fetishes with friends. I suppose a natural place to start my podcasts is to start at the very beginning. And why I got into this. A lot of people think it goes back to who you always are and I think there's a lot in that. Growing up I had a normal family. I certainly didn't experience any abuse or any difficulty in childhood other than okay I was bullied at school. Maybe because of that I want to be in control now. Maybe because of that and sometimes I want to be the bully you know. <laughs> but on the whole I had pretty normal upbringing. So I don't think there was anything from that that put me on a dark path or caused any lasting damage, anything like that. In contrast, I think a lot of my early inspirations were from positive things that I enjoyed. Certainly, um, I was a kid of the 80s, possibly giving away my age here, but... Um, I'm nearly 40. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so this was a time before computers were too mainstream. Um, people used to play outside more. So at school break times, we didn't have mobile phones or any of that. Um, we used to play adventure games, you know, cowboys and Indians, cops and robbers invariably games where someone would end up getting chased um yeah obviously kiss cuddle and torture um and someone would get captured someone would maybe get tied up maybe multiple people i think from memory i used to be more the chasey than the chaser but i don't really remember um that well it's a while ago um also in addition to that i think I had a lot of early inspiration and thoughts that I can now connect back to my lifestyle, to literature, to things I read. I've always liked fantasy as a genre, um, science fiction. I've always been quite interested in the medieval and history. Um, I used to sort of get turned on a bit when my history teacher talked about some sorts of medieval punishment. Um, and other things, which is probably wrong, but, you know. Um, so history was an inspiration. 
also certain movies like um I don't know going back to things like the Errol Flynn which okay is before my time but things that you know, watched on telly with my dad um yeah like Joan of Arc kind of things anything where there was like um bondage scene or captured heroine I suppose a really good example is something like The Princess Bride. Um, if you've not watched that film, you really should. It's a really good, feel-good movie to watch at a time like this. Um, there's a scene, maybe two-thirds into the movie, where there is a sort of torture table device um, being operated by Mel Brooks. And I used to think that was hot. Possibly also because Carrie... Yules, is it? Was half naked. Um, yeah, so there's, there's things like that. There's inspiration from films. Um, even things as innocent as cartoons, you know, it's like, especially more so in the 80s than now. Um, it's like those themes of sadism running through cartoons. Like, um, obviously, when I was that age, that age, that impressionably age, there was things like, um, we see um, Tom and Jerry before it was like all politically correct. Um, lots of things that would now be not politically correct. I'm probably not politically correct as a person. Do you know what? Don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, cartoons could be inspirations. Um, different acts of sadism in them. Obviously not meant that way, but I don't know. It just led to thoughts. Um I suppose it's not something that you develop until uh, adulthood, but it's kind of it helps to understand, I think, where early inspirations might have come from. So I'm obviously happy for people to share their thoughts and ideas on that. I suppose as well, when I was younger, before... I suppose lost my virginity. I did have experience of self bondage. Um, self bondage isn't something that I've done since discovering other kinky people very much because it's always better doing it with friends. But yeah, absolutely. Um, when I was, let's say, experimenting, I tried that and that was fun. But the most fun part ever is finding that there's other people that think the same way. Despite what you might think about me, um, I'm not a slut by any means. I have not had very many sexual partners. Um, I didn't lose my virginity till I was 20. So before that, I hadn't really had any kink or fetish experiences other than, I suppose, in my own head. But I didn't know at the time that it was that. Um, the guy I lost my virginity to, uh, I did try to get him to experiment with kink, um, with tying me up and with different things. But he wasn't really into it. And although he was very into sex, very into lots of different things in that sense they were all pretty mainstream and I suppose left me thinking 
there was more to sexual fantasy than just that. That's the thing I think with partners that sometimes you may end up in a relationship where they don't share your interests and where you find it's hard to broach that subject. I suppose I find it hard now to relate to that because since that first guy I had sex with I have actively sought fetish relationships not long after my relationship with him ended I found what was sort of an early British fet life it was a site called informed consent some of you might remember that maybe um, and on that site I found out about how to find other people out there through munches which are like pub gatherings of like-minded people play events um there was different forums and chat it was a lot more user-friendly and intuitive than fet life in a lot of ways less pictures but uh, a good way to start interacting with other people that shared those interests because I have a partner that shares my interests and friends that do um, I find it hard to relate to people who say my wife doesn't understand me or my husband doesn't understand me because mine does but I know that that issue is out there for a lot of people that they're in a relationship where the person that they're with doesn't get it. I do know some people where um, their partner doesn't share their kink interest but does allow them to indulge within certain parameters, for instance maybe no sex or that sort of thing. Um, and I, I get that because at least they've been able to tell the person they love everything about themselves whereas some people are living with it as a secret from the person that they love and to me if you can't be completely honest and open about your fantasies with the person that you love that you share a bed with that you share your life with then are they the right person and hopefully the people that have this problem can answer that or have reasons for well yes they are and this is the situation but I find that difficult to understand myself because a big part of my relationship is sharing this with him. I suppose the next obvious question to follow on from this is why? Why be kinky? Why wear leather, why wear rubber, why wear stockings and high heels and corsets, why have someone dressed like a gimp, why role play, all these things and the answer really is it's living a fantasy for a short space of time, it's escapism from reality and don't we all need that? We all have something that we do to escape from reality or that we enjoy as a hobby. If You know, things like might be, don't really get this one, but bird watching or golfing or rock climbing or 
mm, I don't know, um, driving a sports car or riding a motorcycle or skydiving. There's all sorts of different things that people do because while they're doing that thing, it's escapism from reality, it's enjoyment, it's fun. It's a time when you can think about nothing else apart from that thing and that moment. And to be honest, in the times we're ongoing right now with coronavirus, um, I think that needs to be a safe word, um, then I think it's important to indulge in fantasy a bit. I mean, a few nights ago, I had a FaceTime chat with other friends. We were all dressed in rubber, all having a drink. And for that time, for our chat, it felt like the other stuff outside of that wasn't happening for a moment. And I think, in a way, indulging in your fetishes is almost like a kind of therapy, um, a sort of help to reset from what's happening and things like that. Um, so that's why I like it. That's why I do it because it's just something different. It's fun for a while to be a different role. Um, I mean, a lot of people even that wouldn't class themselves as fetishists do indulge in role play. Um, a lot of this probably inspired by the likes of Anne Summers who sell those cheap, tacky, horrible, but slightly sexy outfits. Um, nothing wrong with that. Um, I've shopped there. I am not condoning it um, as a bad thing. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. It is a lot of the way people get an introduction to dressing for bed. But once you dip your toe further in the water, there is much more out there. I suppose in general what I'm saying in this first podcast is that you should explore your fantasies. You should think about what turns you on and why that is the case. And more importantly, think about what turns your partner on as well and what might float their boat. And especially when we're all confined because of this bloody virus, we're all confined in a box that is our house and there are plenty of fetishes, fetishists even, that would like being confined, that would like being in a small area of space for a finite amount of time and this is like now enforced, it's not fun, it's not sexy, it's just shit. Um, but while we're in this box that is our house, that our world is now a little bit smaller while we're um, having to deal with recovering from this as a country, I think you should think outside the box. You should think about what you can do to make being shut in your house more interesting. Obviously, indulging in kink and BDSM isn't for everyone. You might think, oh, fuck, no, that's just gross, that's wrong, that's mm, abhorrent. You might think those things and, you know, if you do, I completely respect your right to think that way. It isn't for everyone. Um, the same way a lot of other things aren't for everyone. Um, for me, um, 
you know, smoking isn't a thing of mine, nor is drinking excessively, nor is um, love island, nor is um, lots of things that other people my age um, and background potentially enjoy, um, nor is going and sit on a beach in Spain for three weeks. Um, you, you know, but there's nothing wrong with any of those things um, apart from, you know, proven health risks to some of those but um you know if any of what i've said strikes chord think about it think what can i do to learn more to maybe experiment a bit sexually maybe talk to my partner and see whether they have any ideas of things they want to try i mean what's the worst that could happen um well i suppose the worst that could happen is they could be totally mortified um, but if you know them well, then you kind of should know whether there's something there or not that might be worth exploring. And if it isn't kink, if it isn't BDSM, if it isn't that, that might be something you can share together um, to have some escapism and fun, especially during this trying time, then, you know use this time to think about what else you could do one to um i don't know pass the time while we're in the situation and to make life more interesting for whatever period of time a day you can and to think about how you're going to interact with your friends and people you care about when we get out of the situation and now as well like you know pick up the phone and talk to somebody have a chat about an interest that you share it might not be this one that I'm talking about it could be anything just you know reach out and um share thoughts and ideas about whatever interests you and if this has been it thanks for listening um I am still here I will be here again um and I love all my friends and I miss you and I will talk to you soon